Welcome to the Crimson Flow Ministry podcast, episode number 10. Hello, I'm Charles Capps. In addition to listening to us from your favorite po- podcast directory, we invite you to visit our website at charlescappscrimsonflowministries.net. All one word, all in lowercase. Amen. And the easiest way to find all of our podcasts is on Twitter at charlescapps19. Proverbs 23 and 23 instructs us to buy the truth and to sell it not. Also, buy wisdom and instruction and understanding. Amen. And we're going to try to get these things and not let go of them. Amen. As we go to the message. If we had to have a title for the message, we'd call this one The Hireling. Amen. And we'll go to the book of John, chapter 10, and start with verse 12. And this is Yeshua, Jesus, speaking. But he that is an hireling, and not a shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth, and the wolf catches them, and scattereth the sheep. Amen. And then in verse 13, Yeshua said, The hireling fleeth, because he is an hireling. Amen. And careth not for the sheep. And, and we're going to bring some of that out. Amen. Now, the hireling won't die for the sheep. Why? Because they're not his. Now, I don't know. Maybe you've worked a lot of people in your life, and uh, maybe you've even owned a business, but you'll find that the people you employ do not care for the outcome of the company. They might be good employees. Some are better than others. Amen. They do their jobs, and they go through the motions of their jobs until... There's a wolf of separation that runs them off from the sheep. Amen. And I will promise you there will be a wolf of separation if you're not a true shepherd that will run you away from the flock and the flock will be scattered. And, you know, it's quite possible there could be blood on your hands. The end that the hireling seeks is the hire. He's looking for his paycheck. Shame on you. Amen. You're you're masquerading in the churches of our God as a pastor, as a preacher, as a shepherd. Amen. And you go through the motions of your job. You do a little visitation. You go to the hospital and pray for the sick. Yeah, and, and you witness a little bit and you preach a little bit, you know. But you're not doing it for the kingdom of God. You're not doing it that souls may enter in and be called the children of God. No, you're not. You're doing it for that paycheck. And even if you know that your doctrine is incorrect, you will not change it. You will preach a lie so that you can continue hiring to get your hire, your paycheck. Shame on you for being deceitful. Deceitful. Amen. In the kingdom of God, teaching people things they should not hear, doing things they should not do, and believing that they have such comfort and eternal rest from your lying doctrines. Amen. And we'll get into some of that. We'll get into some of that. So the end of the hiring is that he seeks his hire, his paycheck. He is not caring for the flock. Let's go. Let's try Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 13 through 17. Jeremiah 6, 13. 
from the least of them even unto the greatest of them, everyone is given to covetousness. Now, who are we talking about? We're talking about the priests, the pastors. We're talking about the people who should serve, who should be washing the feet of his congregation. Yeah, for from the least of them even unto the greatest of them, everyone is giving to covetousness. And from the prophet even to the priest, Everyone dealeth falsely. Now you'd think if there was a priest or a prophet that they'd be preaching truth, but no, that's that's not that's far from it. And in the same way with pastors and teachers of this hour, uh, television evangelists, we've got so many people teaching so many different things, but they're doing it because they covet that dollar. They're doing it because they covet your seed gift. Amen. So. Every one of them dealeth falsely. And then we go to verse 14. He said, they have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly. Well, that's pretty good, Charles Caps. there. They've healed the, uh, the hurt of the daughter of my people. But see, that means slightly. Slightly. That word got it. Uh, that's the uh-oh in the sentence right there. You see, they've done a lot that looks preachy. They've done a lot that looks churchy. They've done a lot that looks very religious, amen. And they've healed the daughter, amen, of her hurt slightly. They have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly. A little bit. They've done it a little bit right. But they got a whole lot wrong. But God bless you for the little bit you get right. Amen. And hopefully we'll find a place where we can continue to get it more right day by day as we go on. Now, verse 15. Were they ashamed when they committed abomination? No, nay, they were not at all ashamed. Neither could they blush. I mean, they've been doing this for so long, there's no blush in them. Amen. And, oh, Lord, have mercy that that not be me or you. Amen. But, friends, we've got people who do this, and they are not ashamed when they committed abomination. Nay, they were not at all ashamed, neither could they blush. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fall at the time that I visit them. They shall be cast down, saith the Lord, Jehovah. Amen. Thus saith the Lord, Jehovah, stand you in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Amen. The ancient paths. Stand there. This is what God told us to do. This is what Father told us to do. Stand you in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? But they answered the priests and the prophets, the preachers and teachers, pastors. They answered, we will not walk therein. We, yeah, I hear you talking, God, but we ain't doing that. We ain't walking like that. I hear you telling me to come back to this old path. I hear all that you're saying, but I ain't doing that. That's too hard. That's too much. And, you know, I mean, in 2020, who needs to do all of that? Oh, Lord, help us. Can you say amen? Now, he says, also, this is the, our Father speaking. I set watchmen over you saying, hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, we will not hearken. We're not listening. Amen. 
we, we've got our ears plugged. I mean, you know, we're counseled in, in, in Revelation to buy ourselves that we might see. We need to unplug these old waxed up ears so that we can hear the word of God and so that we'll hear the trumpet so that we'll understand what the watchman is trying to tell us. Amen. Now look, in this verse, I tend to think that the watchman's doing his job, but the people ain't listening to the trumpet. Amen. They're just, uh, you know, go ahead and sound that trumpet. Well, blood's going to be on somebody's hands, whether it's the people that, you know, didn't listen, it's going to be on them, or the watchman who sounded falsely, it's going to be on him, and we're not going to go too much into that this morning, amen? But look, walk you in the old path, we're not doing that. Oh, God help us, we need to get into the old path, amen? We need to find the truth of the Word of God. We need to walk in that counsel and have a heart that is broken and contrite and ready to serve God and ready, amen, to dig into his word and seek out the truth. But sadly, the people said, we will not. The preachers said, we will not. Amen. Now, let's go to Isaiah 56 and 10, and we'll read there. His watchmen are blind. Who's the watchman? They're set up over the flock, over the people. Amen. His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. And folks, we have got such lazy preachers. I mean, they put out that show of doing good for the flock for about an hour and a half to two hours a day, and they slumber the rest of the day. Do you do you hear me? Uh, have you got a witness to what I'm saying? His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. I mean, that's, that's not a good tally right there. If you're blind and ignorant, that's not a good tally to be a watchman, amen, a preacher, a teacher, a pastor, amen. His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yea, they are greedy. What? They want some stuff, right? Their covetousness, as we read earlier. Yea, they are greedy dogs which can never have enough, and they are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way, everyone for his gain from his quarter. Amen. Folks, we don't want to be like this, but we've got people like this in the pulpits of America today and calling themselves the preachers and pastors of the Christian church. Amen. They're greedy dogs, which can never have enough. They covet everything. Amen. And they are shepherds that cannot understand, and they look to their own way, everyone for his own gain. Amen. I got to tell you, if you're following someone like this, um, you need to break off from that and find a way to, uh, to follow what the Word of God says. Amen. Let's read again. In Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 1. And the word of Jehovah, the Lord, came unto me, saying to Ezekiel, Son of man, he said, Prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do not feed themselves. 
or excuse me, woe to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You know, I, I mean, there's that, that covet again. I, I, it's, all, it's all about me, you know. I'm going to get for me gain. I'm, I'm going to get for me money. I, look, you pay your tithes. I'll take care of the rest. Amen. Covet that money. Covet the, the car. Amen. The, uh, the parsonage. Covet the, you know, just keep on taking, taking, taking. Amen. It says, you eat the fat, and you clothe you with wool. You kill them that are fed, but you feed not the flock. Preacher, if you're not feeding the flock, you're in a hireling. Amen. If you're abandoning the flock at the first sign of ob ob obstacles that comes against you, if you're running away because the, 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 the cry and the snarl of the wolf is upon you and you won't stand your ground, you're a hireling. You've got to feed the flock. Amen? Feed truth to the flock. Unfortunately, we're feeding no truth. To the flock, amen. Look, the Holy Spirit will never tell you to stand up behind a pulpit and preach a lie, as my friend Brother Steve Squires says. He, the Holy Spirit ain't never going to tell you to get up and preach lies to your congregation, but you do it. You do it constantly because that's what makes you your money. You're an hireling, and if you was to preach against the false doctrines in the Christian church, the fables, amen, the heresy, if you was to preach against that, they'd run you off so quick and get them another preacher that would have itching ears and, and say smooth things to them, and you'd be out of a job, that lazy, easy job that you are undertaking right now. You can't preach truth. Because you're a hireling, amen? And you have a flock who wants a hireling. You need to preach truth so that all of the people will change and turn. Amen? It would be so wonderful if all the people would come together, amen, and learn truth, truth, amen, and then sell it not and get that wisdom, that understanding also, you know. It would be a great, great thing. Now, Let's go to Acts. Let's go to Acts chapter 20 and 28. And we're told here, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he has purchased with his own blood. Oh, that's good counsel right there. Can you say amen? Yeah, let's do that. Take heed, therefore, amen. And let's, um, uh, over all the flock, over ourselves and all the flock, which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he has purchased with his own blood. And then he says, For I know this, that after my departing, after I'm gone, Shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock? And friend, we're we're in that we're in that position. We have the the grievous wolves that's entered into the church of the living God, and they're not sparing the flock. They're telling them lies. They're getting them to believe fables, and they're taking all of their hard-earned money, 
amen, and using it for vain, vain, vain things, amen. Now, the wolves here, of course, they're lying preachers. And they uh, declare the heresy of another gospel. Another gospel. You're not preaching the gospel, you're preaching another gospel. And you have preached it. You have preached this other gospel. You have preached it so long that you actually believe the suggestion of your own lies. Yeah, lies become truth when they get repeated time after time after time. And people stand on these lies and it is, it's like standing on a thin ice. Amen. Now, let's go to Revelation chapter 18. Of course, I'd like to do chapter 17 too, but we're going we're we're to go to Revelation 18 and read a, a couple of three verses here. And after verse 1, he said, After these things I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon! The great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation. Babylon, of course, being confusion, amen, the mother harlot, has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Friend, how do you commit fornication? How do you do all of these things with a false god and a false doctrine? You worship them. Amen. You serve them. You bow down. You make them the god of your heart. Amen. Come out of her, my people. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues. Amen. If, you, if, if, if you're getting plagues upon you today, you need to think about coming out. Amen. Now, you're like, well, you know, Brother Caps, that's, um, that's a hard word there, coming out. You know, we've been doing this for so long, we don't know how to come out. We might not want to. Amen. And, uh, you know, that's a hard word that you're saying Amen. That's a hard word that you're putting upon us, you know. And and, and you're at the you're at the uh, uh, position to where you might say, "We're not going to do that." Look, Hebrews chapter twelve verse four says, "You have not resisted unto blood, striving against sin." If you're a shepherd, you would do it that way. But you're a hireling, and you have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. Amen. And you might say, no, 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 wait, you radical man. That's not how I see a, a, what a love in Jesus would do. I don't think a love in Jesus would uh, make me resist under blood. Amen. Well, don't worry. Don't worry, you screaming, braying jackass. No offspring from you will enter into eternity because you have taught lies and that's a hard word what i just said now look if you've heard this and you realize that you have you've been listening to the counsel of a hireling find a true shepherd 
one who is preaching the word in truth. So how, how would I know? How would I know a true shepherd against the hireling? How would I know that, Charles? Well, look, everything he says lines up in the word of God. The hireling's not going to teach you truth. The hireling's going to give you lots of words, lots of words. And the hireling's going to say a lot of things. But look, let the truth stand alone and let a, a lie fall. Amen. If he's pe- preaching truth, you'll find it in the scriptures. Hello? If he's preaching truth, you'll find it in the scriptures. If he's preaching Passover, you can find that in the scriptures. He's preaching Passover. Jesus was crucified on Passover. That's in the scriptures. He was in the grave on the first day of the high Sabbath of unleavened bread. That's in the that's in the scriptures. And he arose the third day, becoming our first fruits. That's in the scriptures. Amen. If he's preaching Good Friday, that's not in the scriptures. That's a hireling talk. That is hireling talk. If he's preaching Passover, or excuse me, unleavened bread, and he's preaching uh Easter, false god, fabled, that's not in the scripture. If he's preaching Christmas and Christ was born on the 25th of December, that's not in the Bible. Tabernacles, when when Yeshua was actually born, that's in the Bible. Amen, the 15th day of the seventh month. Uh, and, and, of course, our months are not the same as uh, what, you're, what you're serving now. Amen. Look. So if he's preaching anything that's not in the scriptures, you need to find somebody who can and will. And there's lots of places out there to get help. And if you need help, just hit me up on Facebook or hit me up, amen, uh, on on Twitter. And uh, I'll be happy to see if I can find somewhere you can go and, and get some truth, amen. And if you're in the Cove area of Arkansas, uh, southwest Arkansas, the Noble Learning Center in Cove is where you need to go to get the prophet who is preaching the truth of the whole Almighty God. Amen. Now look, Harling, listen. If you lay down the lies of your traditions and you repent, you got to do some repenting for all of these lies that you've told. Amen. And look, God will never honor a lie. He never will. If you'll repent from your lies and you'll turn to the truth of God's word, then you can truly, truly shepherd the flock. It's going to take you some time to get all of the junk out and to find the right stuff to begin to preach to the flock where you stand for the flock and not for the hire, not for the money, the paycheck. Amen? So now, we'll conclude with this. Colossians 1 and 9 and 10. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That would go for the, the sheep, for the flock, and the shepherd as well. Amen. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work. Amen and increasing in the knowledge of God. Lord bless you. Lord keep you. Lord protect you. Hope you got a little something out of this. Amen. And 
pray for one another next time. Amen.